0: everyone time for puzzle talk geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the geocache talk network if you'd like to become a patron click on the become a patron link on the front page of the geocache talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details patrons get the now famous blackout coin and other geocaching items during the year as well as bonus content and invites Special events only for patrons, support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is just $3 a month. That's all it is. Here are your hosts (laughs) for tonight, (laughs) Pathfinder33, a.k.a. Charles Watkins, or the other way around, Charles Watkins, a.k.a. Pathfinder33. Take it away.
1: All right. Well, (laughs) oh, wait, wait, wait.
0: Wait, Slow oh, down, hold, oh, hold oh.
1: Up the train. Oh, wait hold a minute.
0: Train. Hang on a minute. Should we, should we let him in? I, I guess we should let him in, right? We had to kind of bust your chops a little bit. <laughs> and your other co host, yeah, he's muted. Electric Water boy, who is muted.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he'll work on that. He's working on it. All right. So in the meantime, hey, welcome to... There you K- There you go. Now you're talking. Um, if you enjoy the show and you are watching on the YouTube, don't forget to give us a thumbs up if you enjoy the show. That's right. Um, <laughs> thumbs up. I'll <If> <laughs>
0: give it a thumbs up. Not that kind of thumbs up,
1: Tom. That's right. Um, so tonight oh, just- is... yeah. <laughs> Tonight's topic is codes. Um, last week we discussed ciphers um, and the various many types of ciphers that are out there, um, and then this week we're going to discuss codes. Like like code the money. tax tax code. Man, I don't even understand the tax code. <laughs> I just know that I owed them money for the first time in my adult life this year because somehow I I messed something. I apparently put a decimal point in the wrong place on some piece of paper somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, and then we're gonna discuss what the difference is on a broad scale in the difference between a cipher and a code. Uh, and then we're gonna break it down and give you some examples of different codes um, and whatnot and uh, some of their uses and where they were used and um, how you can take some of those and learn to decipher a puzzle cache in your area or take this knowledge that you will learn tonight hopefully and you can build your own puzzle cache with that so yes, yes.
2: love it. it is the goal my first tip for tonight is set an alarm for the show <laughs> because i was reading amazon reviews about sugar-free gummy bears um, Oh my gosh! That if you need to laugh, go read that.
0: You're like, oh, I got a show to do.
1: That's
2: right. Like, isn't
1: there? It's, it's I
2: hard. just looked at the time. It's like, oh my gosh, it's eight o'clock. Five minutes ago, it was seven. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, man. Them gummy bears will get you every time. So gummy bears. Oh <sighs> So, all right. So what is the difference between, I guess let's break this down first. Um, what is the difference between a code and a cipher?
2: Ooh, ooh, I know. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh. I
0: actually messed it up. We were talking earlier and I'm like, oh, I got, and there'll be one they'll talk about later. I'm like, oh, let me throw one in the notes for you guys. Cause you know, I thought of one and Charles was like,
2: not technically a
0: code. I was like, dang it. You're right but that's okay.
1: All right, Tom, break it down for us. So a code
2: is where the, each letter, whatever symbol you're using represents a word. Whereas in a cipher, each letter or symbol, whatever represents an actual letter.
1: Yeah, there you go. In a nutshell, that's it. So a code affects the word as a whole, Right. And a cipher affects each individual letter in whatever string of message you're trying to send, right. So um, like Pig Latin is a code because every time you add the uh at the end of it, right, that affects the entire word as a whole. Um, so a code simply is uh, a system of changing entire words or phrases into something else. Codes are not just secret messages. They can be any symbol or signal used to represent or communicate something else. For example, in a lot of movies, they refer to the president as the eagle, right? So the eagle has landed. The eagle has taken off. Eagle is code for president, right? Oh, yeah. And, That's a cool one. Right? So, uh, so everybody has their own code names somewhere. Similar to our geocaching handles, right? They are a code for who we really are. Right. So pathfinder 33 is Charles. Right. Right. Uh, and then electric Waterboy is Tom. So those are code names that fall into this whole code system. Um, so there you have it in a nutshell. That's kind of the easy way to break this down. The difference between a cipher, Mm-hmm. And, and what a code is, so I like it.
0: Makes sense. Yeah, you you don't have a cipher for a geocaching name. You have a code. So that's good. Right.
1: Makes um, sense. Oh. Uh oh! Did the light bulb go off, Tom?
0: Thought of something.
1: No,
2: I was. I don't have the notes in front of me, so I didn't want to jump ahead. But, so. <laughs> there are, are codes, things called codes that really aren't codes, and but they're ciphers. Mm, yeah, such, right. as, such as Morse code, right? And, and so I don't know, you know, know how to were, pronounce it. The one that's similar to Bodet Baudel, the, right? Yeah, I don't know that. and tap yeah. tap tap.
1: That's a you, know, you say tap right. tap code. So and those are all. I, and and outside of the cryptography world, um, you know where you're where you're studying codes and ciphers. Um, outside of that, though, the word code and cipher to your everyday civilian, um, regular geocachers, um, people who don't study this or play a part of um, cryptography in a professional sense, interchange those words all the time, right? Yeah. So. Um. initially codes came out because of Morse code um, when they're sitting there on the telegraphs trying to type out something and the telegraph agency charged you by the letter of what you sent out. Oh. So that's where they started having codes that represented like a half a sentence or a sentence worth of actual words on the backside. Um, so codes initially required the use of a code book, which contained all of the code words and what they represented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you consider using, um, considering the large number of words in most languages, right? It's normally a quite, quite a large book. If everybody remembers the old mob Bell, Dallas Fort worth, you know, <laughs> back in the day books that, that, oh, you know, that, that you could use for a, a, booster seat in the car. Um, you know, so some of these books and you can still find them at the libraries. If you go in and look in certain ones, um, depending on how well the library is, um, how well it's stocked and, and things like that. Um, how well it's funded, um, we'll have a plethora of some of these old telegraph code books in them. Um, but, um, those books were large. You Mm -hmm. had to have corresponding books, right? So everybody had to be using the third edition because if you weren't using the third edition, some of the words meant different phrases. Um, and so, (laughs) um, You know, but they were large books. Um, The use of codes was rather cumbersome. Um, Let's see, what do I have written here? It's a bit like a French dictionary, giving the translation, you know, to another, um, giving the translation to and from the code word. Um, Right. um, They can be used to encode keywords in a message. So, Um, Although potentially hard to use, a simple code can be very effective since even the message, since even if the message is intercepted, they can be used so that the code reads as an innocent or unrelated topic, like the eagle has landed, right? If somebody intercepted that code uh, back in a World War II battlefield, they might not know an eagle, the eagle landed. That's right. You know, whereas people in the know would know that that means that the president is, is here. Um, so, um, so in, in I, many, in many ways
0: uh, you can use a code if you're maybe trying to really hide, hide the information in say a paragraph or whatever, because it kind of blends in versus a cipher is not going to blend in. <laughs> Some ciphers won't blend in at all. It'll be, I mean, if you were trying to hide something like that versus.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. And you could, you could totally make, um, you know, a sentence in uh, a paragraph of plain text that you sent off, be the actual code. Right. That, you know, whoever's receiving it would understand it. Um, whereas, um, somebody who intercepted it who isn't in the know about it right, uh, m- might struggle trying to figure out what y'all were talking about because it looks, it reads as plain English or whatever language you're in. Um, and so it's, uh, it looks innocent on the outside unless you're in the know. So um, again, some of the best examples of that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Teresa yeah. yeah. Text shorthand
0: um, te- typically is actually a code, not cipher.
1: Right. Because yeah. it's playing on the entire word as a whole. Like "lol" is a code for right. laugh out loud, right? right. And so um, Teresa's correct. There is that some of that stuff that is shortened to um, some initials that means something else. Um, Omg. Mm-hmm. Uh, FML oh, I didn't say that one um, you know <laughs> all of those are find, codes find for, my that's right all of those are codes for <laughs> um, something something else um, and again the commercial telegraph code books were one but those things were right were monster I mean monstrous um, the military used some that were that were famously called a one-time. Code book or a single use code book, right? Mm -hmm. And had it may be a hundred pages of this uh, stuff that has um, a code word and the stuff that you're trying to write in. Right. The problem with that is that whoever you're sending that code to has to have the exact same code book, Mm -hmm. the exact same page in the code book in order for them to understand what you're sending to them because every page in the code book was different. Right. And so you just had to know if you were sending a code to somebody, um, you know, they had to have a corresponding code book with the same pages in it. Uh, and if they had already used their one, that one, and tore it out sending a code to somebody right? They may not be able to read what you've sent them. Um, because, the one-time sheets, once they are gone, that was it. They were gone.
0: Sure.
2: So uh, they grabbed the wrong program going into the battle. They, they could read it saying,
0: "Could be make,
2: Bacon and eggs, and what it really said was, <laughs> <"De-> "Retreat now."
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it's um, it's it's funny how some of that stuff all works, but um, they were very cumbersome. There It, was, it wasn't It was a very good um, use of stuff militarily wise for the mm-hmm. code books because they were so bulky and cumbersome and you had to make sure that everybody had the, the same edition or the same pages in order to get out of them what they were trying to send to you in a coded message.
2: Right. Um,
1: the military finally got smart about this at some point um, and figured a separate way of doing codes that didn't involve a book. Mm-hmm. Tom, what did this how did this how did this code system work? I don't know because
2: I'm sitting there thinking Enigma cipher stuff had a code book because you had to have all the right settings for the machine because that changed every day. Right.
0: Or, or every
1: letter if you did it oh. a certain way. Right. So what did the that? U.S. So not thinking about the yeah. German army. Yeah. What did the U.S. Army use? Oh, the Navajo Code Talkers. Those the guys. Navajo Code Talkers. So what they did was just spoke Navajo. Right. right. And they it, it it changed the entire sanctity of the word because uh, it took your word and it, it didn't change it they just translated it into a different, into a different language, right? That nobody, right. (laughs) That, that, you know, most Navajos, uh, probably nowadays have a, the Navajo language is so complex for some of it that, um, you know, the Navajo code talkers, you know, they had, they were fluent in Navajo and they would put, them on uh, opposite yeah. ends of battlefields or at strategic places in the world, yeah. so that they could decipher what was being sent to them. Uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't anything grand. I mean, it was no different than speaking French, except the Germans had probably never encountered Navajo.
0: Japanese had never seen it. Or, Japanese you know,
1: had never encountered the Navajo language, right. and them listening to Navajo. Um, is is so out there, right? That if you didn't, I mean, if you didn't have a clue what it was, you'd never be able to break that, because it's 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 been a spoken language for, yeah, you know, a thousand years, and you know, if you, it's just like you know, rolling up into Romania, if you don't understand Romanian, yeah, you're lost in the sauce. But But, the Navajo Code Talkers were a – they were a huge benefit to uh, the United States, to the military and the federal government, uh, and really were instrumental in the the turn of the war and the outcome of it uh, simply because the Japanese had no idea what we were talking about. And even though they intercepted our radio transmissions and they knew – they knew what was being well they knew that there was stuff being said they just right. didn't know what it was and they had no clue but um, you know a huge benefit to us on our end of things
2: and even if they had translated the words it still wouldn't have meant anything to them because, uh, I mean I'm right. looking up some of the codes like for to a torpedo plane they call it a swallow and a bomber was a buzzard so
0: inside the language, they even used a code. That yeah. way, was code within a code.
2: Destroyer was a shark. A cruiser was a small whale. So, yeah, you had to know, you'd have to know Navajo and then know the code after that.
0: Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Rough.
2: <laughs> so they really uh, protected those because I remember, what wouldn't, what was, it was that movie. movie they had? Yeah. What it just called the the, something about wind? Yeah. Wind talkers. Um, Wind talk. Yeah.
0: Wind yeah. talk. Yeah. 2002. Yeah. There was a movie. Yeah. yeah
2: you, it was like, you protect that guy at all costs. And then if you can't protect him, it's like, sorry, dude, you're going. <laughs> yeah. Cage, you, you can't let that guy. You can't. I mean, he's the whole key to everything. Right. He, was, he
1: was the most important person on the battlefield at that particular moment in time. Um, right. Wind Talkers. Wind 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 Talkers. talkers, That's it.
2: Yep.
0: 2002 with Nicolas Cage.
1: I think that's a phenomenal movie.
2: I think I've only done one, maybe two caches that were, that use this. And, you know, they were, they were fun because, you know, they were educational to me.
1: I've, I've done a couple of them um, where I've lived out here in the West. Not that Texas isn't the West. Don't, don't, neither of y'all get mad at me. Um, But we've lived next to um, the Wind River Indian Reservation up in Wyoming, Um, where I live now in southwest Colorado. Uh, We're down here next to uh, the Navajo Reservations in New Mexico and Arizona. Right. Um, And then, you know, not that I I haven't had because I haven't done a whole lot of geocaching in uh, New Mexico. But growing up, we used to go up to um, the Taos area in New Mexico, around the Mescalero Apaches. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've been, I've been exposed to it. Um, I served in the military with a guy who, um, lives on an Indian reservation in, um, South Dakota, uh, the Pine Ridge. Mm I think that's what it is. Um, anyway, he's, um, he's a native American and was stationed in Germany with me for four years. Um, So it was a very eye opening and educational process talking to him about what they called res life, um, living on the reservations and growing up on them and and whatnot. So. um, But I've done plenty of caches down here in southwest Colorado and in Wyoming that were based off of, um, you know, the different Native American languages, not just Navajo. Um, but it's, it's, it's neat to see that each one of them has their own individual language that is distinctly, yeah, excuse me, distinctly different than the other. Right. So,
0: so you got a couple different ones too, that'll be interesting to talk about tonight that I was not aware of. So this will be interesting. I never heard oh. of the. I never heard of your next one. Your the Bodo.
1: That's the,
2: oh the boat I guess that's how you pronounce it. Um, Bodo. Bodo. Mm-hmm. I've only seen that once, and it's like Morse code, except for it was one. The one I saw was one. Well, I think it was ones and zeros, but it was. Yeah, I think it all starts with a dot and a dash or a one and a zero. I don't yeah,
0: at least it says in here these characters. The alphabet in the alphabet is represented by a series of five bits sent over a communication channel, such as a telegraph wire or a radio signal. The symbolic rate measures measurement is known as a baud. As baud, it's kind of like, remember you, yeah. you, know, if you had a modem back in the day. Yeah, baud. You know that's for that, but. Yeah, that's
1: that's pretty wild. That's a uh, I I had never. Well, and that falls into like Morse code. Is it is it even though it's called in the title of it, it's called the Bodak code. Yeah, it's not really a code. That it's one probably is really because good. because it does it on the individual letter, and not as a, on a word as a whole.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: So it right so it it falls in that same category as Morse code. It's right. not really a code, even though the title of it is Morse code. It, it it's it's not. But in in some ways though you
0: you because I guess you don't have to do the whole word do you? So you could so more is a cipher.
2: It's you know, not- and, I, and I've only seen that in a puzzle once. And the only reason I figured out what it was, it, it was something about the Titanic. And they gave the date and some other clues that lead you down the trail to find that particular kind of code.
0: Oh, wow. So that might be a good one for people to use if it's not been used very often. Maybe that'll, yeah. that'll really.
2: Yeah, because you know, we've seen Morse code out there in puzzles a bunch. Sure. Oh, know. yeah.
0: It's got. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, very different look to it, too.
1: Whereas, all right, so along those same lines, Braille, right? Braille has an um, uh, individual letter for every, it has a, a paper code for every single letter in the alphabet, right? So For grade Braille, one
2: Braille, yeah, for grade one. Right,
1: right exactly. So there's where we're going. Um, I've got a friend who's studying Braille now, Um, for she's a teacher studying braille so that she can work in special education and there's braille that means entire words as long as you get advanced down into uh, far far enough right and and so i don't there's a difference between a capital p and a lowercase p in braille i don't start me but (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> I'm nowhere and this near this guy should know but he doesn't <laughs> i nowhere near that smart but I do know that Braille does have that where in, you know there are individual characters in the Braille library which is a series of six dots um, that mean whole words so, oh, okay. um, so Braille can fall under both code and cipher depending on how advanced and how um, far down the rabbit hole of um, education in Braille you want to go. So right. so I've never seen
2: it, but there's also Braille for like math equations.
0: Oh, wow. And I mean, oh, okay,
2: I assume it's a six same six dot kind of thing, but there's probably some kind of set of dots to let you know that, All right, this is a math equation coming up. Yeah. Interesting. Um,
1: All right, so probably one that more people have been um, accustomed to is uh, what three words?
0: Yeah, this is interesting.
1: Um, Tom, you want to touch on what, what three words? Wait, what three words are we talking about? Yeah, so what those three words?
2: What what three what words, three words is those three words? What, which three words?
0: <laughs> <laughs> who's on first? Oh, no, gosh, what's we're gonna on
2: be first? here. It's gonna be a long night. Okay, I promise I never show up late again.
1: I tell you, who's time. on first? <laughs> Go ahead. So, no, what three words? on first? Words what's on first? Is, is what
2: three words is a coordinate system in a sense? Yeah. And it's actually used as a mailing address in a lot of countries. And if I remember right, it goes down to a, no, I can't remember right to talk about it. If it's six meter grids or three meter grids, but the whole world's gridded and you can, each one of those grids is defined by three words. Yeah, And so if you had, and I've seen a bunch of those kind of puzzles in my area where Usually they bold the word or put it in ty- italics or something, but there's some clue to let you know that you need to use those three words, put them in the right order, and it'll it'll put you in a location.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: That I don't is, think I have. That is crazy. Yeah i i I know about this, but I don't think I've ever seen a geocache. I don't think I have ever done one that's based off of this.
2: Oh, there's a bunch of them in my area.
1: I'm gonna have to get with you because I'm gonna need to put one out in my area now just just to just to be different. Is um,
0: some <laughs> some ran I put in a random place and it came up with snacks trying dress. Somewhere yeah. in Brooklyn, New York.
1: Oh, well, let's let's try this real quick. Dun, 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 dun. This. I found this. Let me share this screen with y'all. Okay. Where um, are we going to so go? Did the, I did the clip Apple's Leap. Right. And that takes you to some park, New York, and <laughs> New York. In yep. Manhattan, lower Manhattan. Clip Apples Leap. It takes, so it takes you right down here to a grid, which New that's York where City Hall. It. Yeah. So these are all your little grids right here. Yep.
0: yep. So hmm. in theory, you could tell somebody your, you could look up your own address. I wouldn't suggest giving it out tonight but you could look up your own address and you could give it out to somebody i guess but i guess you're right you could use it for a, a clue uh for a final maybe for a final right
2: yeah that's what they did that's what they're doing but like i said on the on the website you go read it they'll tell you there's some countries that that's what they're using for your your mail
0: right oh really interesting
1: so mm-hmm. i'm I'm looking to put a cash here a gadget cache here mine is Scribbling a Scribbling recruitment tortoises <laughs> I, I kind of like this you kind of like that yeah I kind of like that hmm
2: oh we've turned a monster loose tonight
1: <laughs> that's I, I'm telling you I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out a way to make one of these um in the next week and a half before I leave for, uh, Utah. Right.
2: I've also seen that as red herrings and you, and somewhere oh, yeah. they'll, they'll throw and they'll bowl some stuff and you think, Oh, I got oh, it. And then you find out, no, it's halfway around the world. That's not it. <laughs> You're
0: like, dang it. Uh, Oh yeah. Uh, Jeff says it's been used for rescues as well. I can see that. Make it very specific. Uh, it's easier to probably easier to give a quick three words than it is to try to go to give a full address full, especially if it's, it's not clear, you know, like up in up in uh, Charles's neck of the woods, you know, people just tell you to, you know, just go down the road there a little bit, a little piece, and then take a ride at the big tree and go up the hill and, that's that's about it. Not gonna help.
2: So it was bugging me. Yeah. I had to look it up. There each one of those grids is a three meter square. Not bad. So not bad. Approximately nine feet. So it's
1: nine nine
2: square feet. It's pretty close to our coordinates. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just make sure you got the right now. I haven't looked uh but if you look at that, is the three meter square next to it, Tom? Is it a holes
2: it's totally different
0: oh man that's wild so if, so clip apples leap isn't next to clip apples something
2: else no man no but those three words will be you and if you if you interchange them you'll get something totally different
0: ah uh, Lyndon's asking if that would the three words abide by the rules i think you would have to give the
2: reviewer no, you got to get the final coordinates.
0: Final chords. But yeah. you can give, you can give cashers those.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's they don't right. Need, they don't need the final chords. <laughs> so let's look at this. I, I pulled this up, and I'm, I'm still tinkering with it on my other screen. Yeah. Um, so let's – uh. Tum, tum. So if we move this over just one square. Yeah, and then let it – Right. Back. Yep. Compensation, scar, coffee – and you go over one, imaged envelope scout. You go over one more, Dale's masked president. So yeah, it is completely they're, different. They're completely different and random, even though they may be one square right next to each other. Immigration paperbacks onions. That. All right. <laughs> I if
0: yeah, that's incredible that's I, i've seen that before i, I heard uh podcaster mention that um on a show but um i guess owen'll let us look at look at um uh, look at his cash if that's okay uh, I mean, he posted it so i guess we can look at this one uh i'll bring it up g c eight b uh, nine nine k C9K Cool <laughs> Nice Alright let me share that screen Y'all could talk about Cemetery with a three word name
2: Well there So right there with the title alone That gives you a clue that you yeah. could be going down this road. I mean, right, doesn't have to be, but that, that's one of the first things that would jump in my head
0: exactly. So, so uh, scroll
1: down a little bit, let's see what the description of this is.
0: Cash is not at post coordinates, and then gives some information. Tired.
2: Uh, i see multiple is in italics
1: uh. yeah in interfaces in the second paragraph is italics
0: <laughs> we're, we're we're solving As cash
1: and herbs right there vegetable and herbs yep is in
2: italics nice all right plug them in see where see where you got it wait let me get And we assume this. they're in the right order we're
1: we're assuming that that's correct. Multiple so first interfaces. One. Multiple
0: interfaces. Herbs. Wow, forty three people have had trouble
1: with that one. Certitude. <laughs> hmm. See. Multiple. Uh, inter, interfaces. Uh, herbs. Mm.
0: Or herbs, actually, but, but I said it with an H, just so you know. There's an H there. Probably doesn't want. I don't know he wants to solve his puzzle on this
1: show, but I mean, he threw the GC code out there. He's got nobody to be mad at but himself. Well, uh, he hadn't.
2: He hadn't popped up. He said, "You got the words, but don't assume." So yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Still though, that's pretty. Cl- that's pretty tricky. I like it. That's probably why you've got. Uh, it's probably why you've got. 43 people who didn't do it who put so, in whatever they thought and
2: uh, so with the right people. words, what there's six different options the way that you
1: order <laughs> you can put those words in. I guess so the if you do it in the order that it's in, that it falls in the cash page, yeah, it puts you in the Mendocino National Forest. <laughs> so wait, go up and let's see where the cash is actually oh at the cash oh let me
0: go you know, look at it from this perspective or
1: no i was just going no, go to see the, the very top page where it says oh yeah, where is that the very top missouri? so it's in missouri so yeah. multiple interfaces and herbs can't be right
0: right because everybody right. did exactly it's what you first. did first day. right <laughs> but interesting that's interesting yeah it's a uh, it's something different and like you know, and he even put a twist in it because obviously um, it's not you know yeah yeah i'm sorry yeah 43 yeah there are 43 wrong 43 wrong answers exactly
1: um, so if you do herbs interfaces and multiple you outside of Lebanon Oregon, (laughs) obviously still wrong. Still wrong.
0: Interesting. Uh Rasputin sloth. So the emergency services used it here in Australia. That's 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 good to know. I mean that was useful. Um yeah and Jeff saying yeah you definitely have to make sure that you 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 double check your
1: selling check everything. Yeah that's that I went back to that's why I was t- trying to get you to scroll up on it. I was like looking in there like <laughs> Yeah Yeah you, you you know. puzzle
0: guys, I tell you, you're you can sell a solve this puzzle on the show. It's a live puzzle. Go do it on your own time. Don't do it on uh, your own. Well,
2: well, we ruled out two possibilities. You still got four to go. Uh, yeah.
0: Right. Oh Cash <laughs> says two of the certitudes were his
1: <laughs> first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, his, all right. So one of these puts you
0: yeah.
1: um, just outside of, uh, puts you on the Crow Indian reservation in Montana, South of Billings, Montana. So um, okay. that's over, that's over by Custard's last stand. Um, right. There, that Crow reserve, the Crow reservation there. We, we've been through there. And nice area. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Not where the cash would be. Not, yeah. not where this cash is at. So I'll <laughs> work it. on it later. Thank you for the puzzle. Yeah, way to go! And and uh, I'll, I'll make sure that once I get this solved correctly, I'll put a note on the cash page. Love uh, it. Love it. So, um, all right, Tom. You put this one in the show notes. Resistor code. I, I like this one. Resistance is futile. That's right. Who said that first?
0: The resistance is futile.
1: Yes. Uh, Lord Darth Vader. No. Lord. <laughs> Darth
2: Vader. I was <laughs> waiting for you to <laughs> say Star Trek stuff, but no, it's Doctor Who. Really, it was the first Isn't one to use that. Doctor, Doctor Who had that first way way back when. Way back. All right. yeah, way, way back, back in the day. All right. So reel me back in. Yeah. Resistor code. So resistors are, um, oh man, you're going to get me talking out my butt here. So resistors are parts of electronic stuff that impede current, right? They slow it down. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. There's ohms, amps, and resistors. Anyway. Anyway, so for the different size resistors to show what the measurement is on the thing. They have color codes, mm-hmm. and you you need the color chart to look at the thing to tell you what size resistor that thing is. So the three, four, five colors that are on that thing each has a number, and these used to be pretty popular puzzles a bunch of years ago. I haven't seen one of these in a long time, mm-hmm. but. Now there's going to be a resurgence because we just told everybody about these colors and the numbers.
1: And, and I'm okay with that. Let, let's, let's bring it back.
2: Look at yeah, and make it
1: new. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, you if, know,
2: if you haven't seen one of these ever, mm-hmm. it's, it's new to everybody. I mean, it's new to people who've never seen it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And you can always come up with new ways to put these things out.
0: So they had an example uh, with using different words. There's an example on the page about bad booze rots are young guts, but vodka goes well in silver goblets. This one includes the tolerance bands of gold and silver. So (laughs) There's a way to use words. To represent the letters, but I guess that's true of any, so it's kind of a cipher, I guess, in a, in, you know. A...
2: Well, okay. So that's like the thing with the planets in order.
0: Yo, yeah, oh, right. It right. It? Yep. We, I, we, we had one the other day like that. Our little group had one where we had, um, was it
2: my stuff. very eager mother just ordered nine pizzas.
0: That's right. Cause you gotta add the pizzas. Cause it is a planet.
2: It is a planet. <laughs>
0: so uh, owen says oh, it's all good feel free to visit thank you sir i
2: Absolutely. guess for the modern kids it's um, my very energetic mother just ordered nuggets
0: oh no good yeah. Can't neptune pluto's out there not you know you <laughs> don't want to build a summer home there but it's 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 there
1: it's there Come on! Uh, so yeah, I've actually seen one of these, and and it's kind of neat to be here because I've seen one of these that just had it had the five band one, mm-hmm. right? so it gave it gave you the north and south um, degrees, but it made you do the decimal the the last five digits in the code, right? You know, for the GPS coordinates was one of these, and so it just said assume north. You know, 118 and West, you know, right. whatever. You can't have a North 118. You can't have more than North 90. Um, but anyway, it was, you know, whatever. North 77 and West 108. Right. And, uh, and then it just gave these two little deals with five <laughs> color bands in it. And I sat there for a long time and was like, the heck? <laughs> I don't understand where, you know, and so like I downloaded the image and Opened it up in like Microsoft Paint and tried to blow it up to see if there was like you see some of those Roy G. Biv ones where you got to blow the image up super big, right? In in Microsoft Paint in order to figure out all of this stuff, right? So it's kind of neat. I'm gonna go back and try and find this puzzle now and see if it's still around, sure. Um, just to see. So, interesting. Do
2: you remember what? Clue there was for you to make you send you down the resistor code stuff, or
1: uh, you know, the cash page, the cash title was something about um, it's electric or uh, something of something to that nature. Um, you know, it 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 led you to believe that it had something to do with electricity. Um, I, I was young and naive at the time.
2: I think everyone I've seen had something with resistance, either in the title or in the write-up. Something to throw hmm. you down that way.
0: Something about the Borg. Resistance is, resistance is futile. Yeah, you will be assimilated. That's right. Yeah, I mean Ed brings brings up the point. Obviously, you can you could double down, you can double down on any of these. But yeah, you could double down yeah. uh, in your puzzle. Uh,
2: yeah, Ed,
0: yeah, that's it's a good point. You, you
2: could, you could put you could put the Navajo word for the for
0: oh right for each one battle, of
2: battleships and airplanes that give you the words to come to this thing yeah you can make it deep.
0: You could do a Polypia yeah. square that does letters that gives you a word and that word then takes you to the three words page and you guys are evil. I don't know about this puzzle stuff.
2: I don't make them that evil. <laughs> I've seen them layers deep like that, but yeah.
0: I know we're getting off track, but Charles, the one that was done recently, I know you've you've looked at it and you couldn't figure out. But was it a was it a double down, triple down type of puzzle that was the, the oldest puzzle that was solved
1: recently? Oh, I'm. Uh, you don't know? Was it, it a? It was, it was called GM, GMT2 hyphen it's all phils fault. Right. And it was somewhere in the greater Boise Boise and it was the Roman numerals too. Roman right. numerals too. But right. so, so
0: do you know if they triple quadruple quintuple down on various puzzle possibilities
1: or I, I you know
0: no lie. I have no no idea what I they did. No Cuz it Obviously, you can make them more difficult if you add more.
1: Right, um, and 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 I want to sit there and think that this one was a difficulty five puzzle. Sure. Um, the terrain. The terrain was a two and a half or a three, something like that.
0: Have you, based on where you at? Because uh, Tom and I are not really in terrain that typically lends itself to where you're at with the mountains.
2: Yeah. Train five here is a speed bump in a Walmart parking lot.
0: <laughs> that's good. Uh, do you know of anybody who's, or have you ever doubled down in the sense of making a very hard puzzle that also is up on the top of a 14 or have you heard of anybody that's done something like that? Um, that's pretty cruel. I
1: I don't know that I know of one that's up on top of a Fourteener. um, mm. or the bottom of a bottom of a of, of a river,
0: or, a river, uh, or the river bottom of a lake.
1: Yeah, there's um, there's a geocacher here in Colorado who is a mountain climber, right. And he loves, absolutely loves um, to do some of these um, puzzle caches where you have to, um, he'll give you one that is uh, um, at looking at his, hike, his mountain climbing maps. Each mountaintop has a has a point and a name or an elevation to it. And he'll give you something like dragon, elephant, brown bear, you know, and these are all Mm -hmm. names and points on these um, U.S. Forest Service or um, hiking, mountain climbing maps that he has. They are points on the map that are, you know, hilltop names or stuff like that. And you have to go in and figure out, you know, he may tell you last digit, right? That may be the hint, last digit. Right. So he gives you these 10 or 11 names. You've got to find the corresponding map to the area and then find all of these points and what numbers they correlate to. Right. Then go out and and he likes to mountain climb. Um And uh, his name, his caching name is Denali 41. Oh, right. Uh, Denali. And and, and he is, uh, but he does a lot of these that are out on hiking trails. Uh, He did a plethora of them. I was lucky enough to get a first to find on one um, up in Wyoming. Um, He's got this series called the Near the Boundary series. Mm -hmm. uh, And he puts them right at the edge of, a wilderness area. So, um, so let me let me. I'll sh- I, ha- I haven't asked him permission, but I'm going to share this real quick. Um, so this is his near the boundary, the Fitzpatrick Wilderness area. So this is up in Wyoming, right? Um, and as you scroll down, this. Mm-hmm. Here are your. Here are the names that you've got to find on on a map somewhere, right? Okay. And, um, wow. He'll
0: tell you that it's
1: in Fremont County and use final digit, right? Right. Uh, two people have got a correct solution through the solution checker. <laughs> Fifty-five have not. <laughs> Fifty-five have not, right? Um. So I was lucky enough to figure out how to do this while Uh I was working in Wyoming. I actually happened to have that particular map that corresponded to the words Mm. sitting on my desk at work. Wow. And, and I solved it with, with a friend of mine. Um, and it was out near his house. So, um, he's got a bunch of these near the boundary and it's, near the wilderness area. So normally, right. wilderness area you have to hike through the national forest to get to the wilderness boundary. Cuz a oh. wilderness wilderness in most cases isn't is landlocked in the middle of a national forest somewhere mm. and you can't just drive to the to the boundary. Generally speaking. Right. Um but he's got a host of these um that uh have uh, that are like this, where you have to know, you have to figure out what these code words mean, right. and then you have to transport, you have to figure out the number that's associated with them. And then you got to hike out to get to it. Wow. And, and not only does he is the, so this one, the Fitzpatrick's wilderness area one is a difficulty four, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, sometime like the one that we found up near Cody, Wyoming we solved the puzzle fairly quickly, like within a couple of days of it being out, but then finding the cash, like he is devious for how he camos his containers. And And sometimes they're, sometimes they're just simple little pill bottles. but he'll camouflage it. He has, you know, he'll take, um, camo from like a ghillie suit and wrap it around it and then zip tie it to it and then he'll zip tie that to the bottom of a exposed root ball at the the bush. Right. right? And then and then throw leaf litter on top of it. And so not only is it gonna be fairly difficult to solve his puzzles. Wow. Once you hike out to get to (laughs) it right finding it a whole nother ball of wax. I really have enjoyed Finding, he's got some multicaches that he uses just the decimal degrees. He doesn't use. He just it's like, um, yeah, it's like UTM coordinates um, and whatnot. So he doesn't do the standard traditional coordinates because that's what not what mountain climbers use, right? And so right. you have to convert the coordinates over to something or convert your GPS over to use the other coordinate system. And then project a waypoint for his multi caches. I've really enjoyed them because I understand how that mapping system works. Yeah. Um, But it has not always been easy. But he will um, get in there and do some of those where um, they're just, you know, phenomenal caches. So that'd be a good um, show to do
0: sometime to do a show about the court different ways there's cause there's lots of different, well, not a lot, but there's a lot there's
1: of confusing. Yeah.
0: A handful of ways you could do coordinates a little bit different, I think.
1: Yeah. So, all right. So you, you brought this up and I'm going to show you um, this cash page. So here's the, here's the GC. Code oh yeah, there code. it is. Yeah. GC Z one nine X. When did it right. when was it put out by the way?
0: What was the in date? 2000,
1: 2006. Wow. T- 10 of 2006. A long time and ago. When you It's only been found one time. Wow. It was found 517 of 19 by the Blue Turtle.
0: And it hasn't been found since then.
1: It hasn't been found since. Wow. This was at the time the oldest unfound puzzle cache in the world. Right. I can't tell you how many times I had looked at it because I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna figure out how to do this. I'm gonna gonna go over to the Boise area and I'm gonna find it." You know, this was coming off of the high that I was on from um, finding Mountain Goat, which at the time was the oldest unfound geocache in the state of Wyoming. Right. Right. And I was the first to find on it, and it's only been found one other time. Wow. um, By a couple. I think they're out of Kansas or Nebraska. Cool. Um, and so they made the trip out there. It's a husband and wife team. And they they did it from the opposite end that I did. Mine was a 23-mile round trip for one geocache. Wow. Um, they yeah. did it from the other end. And I think their track was 22 and a half miles round trip Right. Um, for it. But in this cache, when you look at it, there's so much going on that it, it's kind of hard to figure out where to start at, right?
0: He makes make sure earn right. it. You're right, yeah. Ellen.
1: Yeah, for sure. So when you look at this, um, here's Chubb, right? So you got you some you got initials. You got GMT to GMT, right? you got, you got Chubb, which is the Celery Hucksters United Brotherhood. Right. So you got to go down that rabbit hole. You've got this, the federal department of top secret agriculture stuff.
0: But mm-hmm.
1: forgot, forget you ever heard that stuff. Right. <laughs> um, and then there's chubbies. Red hole.
0: There's, so there's several. Uh,
1: so there's could... several of these in here um, red earrings that, that, that kind of, and then there's this code.
0: Oh, and it's right.
1: in and it. And it's in groups of five, right? So yeah. it kind of makes you think, oh, well, this. Um, but when you come up here, it is a difficulty five terrain one and a half. So well, uh, this, five,
0: this my, remind me five digits is that Polybius or is that is that another? What do you when five, do you see five? What do you normally think of? Polybius Square is that a five?
2: Is that one? No, I was thinking near for this. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: I'd have to, I'd have, yeah, I'd have to look at, uh, you know, and and I've done a lot of different stuff with this, but I I haven't even been able to get through the first layer of it. Um, From my understanding and reading the one page, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Right. 13, it was almost 13 years old when this, um, but you sit there and see that whoever found it put a little code in here as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's skin guy is the, is the cash owner and he's got a a bunch of good puzzle caches out in the, um, Boise area. So this one is, uh, you know, is out here in the twin falls, Idaho area. So, um, Linda
0: was asking about it looks like he does check on it at least some.
1: Yeah, I mean he's done a he did a owner's maintenance in twenty fifteen. Right. Um you know, and so it, it got published. He's well, gone out you know. there and done a an owner's maintenance. Yeah. Uh, you know, this guy and sat there and said that um, you know, he he had reached out and was very the cash owner verified that the cash was there. So at some level he he's, he goes out and checks on them. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes, I mean, with a one and a half terrain, it it may be, you know, super easy at the bottom of the that's true. Yeah. Stop sign post at the end of his block. And so he drives by it every day and he's like, Oh yeah, still there. Good to go. Um, yeah, that's probably actually a good idea
0: Uh, If anybody wants to, in case anybody does want to make it really, really difficult cash is maybe you might want to make it so it's easy to do, easy to check on so that it it may sit out there for a long time. And so people are always maybe going, well, is your, is the cash still there? And you go, yep, drove by yesterday.
1: (laughs) Yep. I mean, I've got one that is a terrain five. We walk past it at the, at the park, you know, and we look up and be like, yup, <laughs> yep, I can see it. It's, it's still up there. Still up there. You know, and down the trail we go. Yep. Um, you know, yep. that one's only been found a handful of times, but, uh, you know, it's, it's 25 feet up in a tree and out at the end of a branch. And so you're not going to be able to climb the tree because it's out on a dead branch. Right. So you can't climb the tree. You got to get some sort and of a ladder. Pole. And a ladder does you no good because you you can't lean the ladder up against the dead tree limb, right. and it's far enough out there that you can't lean the ladder up against the post. Right. Excuse me, up against the tree, and then pull it off of the limb. So, if you use a ladder, you also have to use a pole. you I reach. used one of those. Yeah, I used an a pole. Yeah. To put it up there. So and, you need uh,
2: a, So you need a chainsaw. You
1: a- <laughs> know, that's a so, tot. yeah, that's
0: a real tot right there. That's so probably not the tots you want to be using.
2: Log log um, it and then say needs maintenance.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> After you felled the tree, that's yeah. Well, and you know, and that was always kind of one of my concerns was needs a new log. Is somebody going to knock the branch off? Right, you know, it's a dead branch up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and so. Then you, you'll have to, I have to figure something else out, but, All right. um, but yeah. So that was the world's oldest unfound puzzle cache until a year ago. All right. But yeah. But get-
2: you know, if, if you solve something like this before you ever even go out and find it, you're going to, you're going to email the CEO and say, Hey, I'm going to go look for it and give them a heads up. Cause like you say, yeah. you don't want to get out there in the middle of nowhere and find out it's been missing for two years or. Right.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So,
0: all right. Let me, um, get you, let me get you boys back on track.
1: We're here. Oh, uh, this is one of Tom's things. Tom, you know, how I, you know how I feel about using Wikipedia as a source.
2: Well, well you your, your uh, I just use Wikipedia because it is a place that tells you what Dewey Decimal stuff is. Yeah, that's all a, it was. A place a, a um,
1: yeah. So the Dewey Decimal system that, um, libraries base all their stuff off of, um, is a code system. Um, you know, and it's, uh, it's been around since the, what Tom, how long has this thing been around? I mean, you were still in diapers when it first came out, right?
2: It was what, five minutes after the first book was written.
1: (laughs) The three decimal system. Uh, it says, Eighteen seventy six was the first publication of the Dewey Decimal system. Yeah. He so, developed
0: the ideas for, for his library classification system in eighteen seventy three. He applied the classification to the books in that library in eighteen seventy six. So yeah, I mean Tom was, was just, just in diapers at that point. I mean
2: Yeah. I long, had learned to walk by then.
0: Long time ago. It, um, it is interesting yeah. to to think about, I mean, because It's got these, like you said, you could you could do some things with it, you know, because you've got you got these um, numbers that refer to sections and right.
2: So yeah, you could use the numbers to come come up up with words using what three words?
1: Oh, that's true. You could.
0: I have, uh, you got some more in here too that are kind of (laughs) cool.
1: But you know, there's some other library
2: codes too. So,
1: yeah, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain.
0: To the woman behind the curtain.
2: So she comes around and slaps you upside the head. It's liable to happen. And you can pay complete attention to her.
1: Um, so, yeah, so things in the Dewey Decimal System are broke down in the zeros, the 100 categories, the 200 categories, 300, and so on and so forth. Um, I, I, a good number of the library caches that I have found, you had to do something with the Dewey Decimal System. Um, I, in fact, I have a geocache that references... The uh, Dewey Decimal System. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. Li- <laughs> Believe it or not, it's a library cache. <laughs> uh, wow! Well, look, look at you. And and it is in. Um, you go with your bad self. It is in Odessa, Texas.
2: Yeah, bring that one. library GC, GC. What? I think I've solved it. I just haven't found it.
1: <laughs> I'm looking for it real quick. Um, it's called the secret out. It's called the secret Back. So. It's a GC four tdc one. Four
0: TBC one.
2: I know I've
1: probably got a okay. note. Don't worry, I'm I'm fixing to show it to y'all. I'll share this screen. Okay, go. I got I,
2: I got something
1: wrong.
0: Oh, Td. D is in difficulty. Oh, yeah. D. Terrain difficulty container one. One
1: D C one. So this is a cipher. Um,
0: we're talking about we're talking about codes tonight, you can't talk about it.
1: I know. I'm but kidding. here's here's your here's what you gotta figure out, right?
0: The Dewey uh, it's Dewey is Dewey. It's it's
1: well it takes you in the hint. I hear that Dewey would argue that symbols don't count. I wonder what <laughs> he meant. Ah, right? I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure he would suggest that you read carefully. Now, in all honesty, I owe all of this top portion yep. to the language lady. Uh, she's a geocacher in Nacogdoches, Texas. I wholeheartedly stole every, almost every last bit of this from her cache page that um, is called uh, – I think it's probably called The Secret Outback. Uh, the Secret in NAC. It's in Nacogdoches at the oh, – it's Stephen F. Austin. Right. I, I straight up, I straight up stole this entire idea from her. Um, right. I think I was the second to find on her geocache. Right. You um, go to the reference section in the library and find a book, um, but but this is um, one. It references the Dewey Decimal System, and uh, in in the hint, but uh, it's a. Uh, It, this was a fun one to, to figure out. Um, I've had a couple of people solve it. Um, 11 people have solved it. I did owner maintenance on it for the first time in five years. Um, here earlier this month when I came down to Texas for Texas challenge. Right. Um, So it's there, but I've, um, I've had some people tell me that the hint doesn't give them enough information. It does if you, you know, um, and I've yeah, had a lot of people email me.
2: <laughs>
1: oh <idea>. well,
0: mm. <sighs> or know. is
1: it? Or is it? Um, Maybe not. So, uh, and in fact, um, it it had a, a DNF um, by right. by this guy it was the first DNF on it, and I was like, what? Um, what? Which is funny because. This individual right here, yeah. We were talking. We were talking about this earlier, uh, Gary. This individual right here,
0: yeah.
1: is, is, is also this individual right here. Oh, okay. So the uh, it was kind of funny because the reviewer who the published it, yeah, yeah, uh, ended up DNFing it and sent me a message, and I was like, nah. So I went and showed up, and sure enough, right. the, the entire ammo can was gone. So, oh no! He was so he was yeah, right. It did. Oh, so wow. He was right. So I replaced it and did some stuff and whatnot. They ended up finding out that somebody who was part of the grounds maintenance crew had oh just released it yeah. So, but it gives you some Dewey Decimal stuff here.
0: Yeah,
1: right. That's the call number on the book that you got to find. Yeah, uh, I tell you who the author was and I tell you what year it was written. Um, so there's some of this in there. But uh, this was a, a fun cache that, uh, you know, and it's a difficulty four and a half um, because if you get one of these numbers wrong, yeah, you're going through the book. And, and this book has, like, I don't know, 1,500 pages in it. Right. Um, so, But, yeah, so the Dewey Decimal mm-hmm. System is, is one of those ways that um, people classify – how libraries for the longest time classified books and um, whatnot and, and separated them between subjects. So there are a lot of good library puzzle caches based off of the Dewey Decimal System. Pretty cool. Uh, um, um, so.
2: Yeah, I was looking at that last year. I remember looking at it because um, one of the current reviewers in texas lives out that way and i go out there once a year because he has a big event in his house
1: Mm -hmm. or
2: does stuff with bees and so we go out Mm -hmm. there for his hobby stuff with bees and so so i'm gonna drive five hours to get there i'm gonna find some caches while i'm there too so (laughs) so i know i looked at this one i just didn't get it figured out
1: Went and, and the books available. If you can figure out which book this is, it's available online. Um, some of the people who have solved it solved it from like Missouri, and I was like, Really? Like, they came out there, they were swinging through on vacation on their way to wherever, driving to Vegas, right? And uh, at, you know, it sw- swooped through and, and found it, and um, I'd kind of reached out to them, they're like. I know we found a copy of it in like Amazon books or Google books, an electronic version of it. And we solved it from home. So, right. Um, you know. so it's a, it's a fun. Um, it was a, a fun puzzle to do. I owe all of the credit for that thing to the language lady who is a geocacher in Nacogdoches. Um, she's a teacher or a professor either there at the high school or there at the university thank you for letting me steal it without you ever knowing for the last six years, I apologize in advance, but, uh, or in retrospect, but thanks for letting me straight up plagiarize your, your cash page to create another one. And in fact, it's still, uses I have never
2: stolen book. a puzzle. Never, <laughs> never. So never it struggled. even is
1: the exact same book as, as what hers does. So if you're in Nacogdoches and you solve this one, Yep, the one that Language Lady has. Hey, keep that book handy. Pull up my <laughs> cash page, so then you're, and then you go out that Mine too, because it uses the exact same book. That's great. Um, so, all right. So back couple, on back on track.
0: Couple more, yeah, a couple more. Uh-huh. So, what would you do with a zip code in an area?
1: Uh-huh.
2: Well, you could name a city or an area, and work backwards to get numbers.
0: Oh, that's true. That's so right because a zip code can. Well,
2: go go with area code first. So that's a three-digit code, at least in the U.S. It's a three-digit code. So if I give you a three-digit code and you figure out what city, I could spell city name. I could spell stuff with the city names, or right, or maybe it's a number of letters in the city, or
0: yeah, because like two one zero is down your way. That's San Antonio. But also 210 though probably expands out to you know
2: Yeah, it goes think. out a little bit, but it goes out a little ways. But you'd probably go by the major city or, or you could go by the county.
0: Right. There's right. a bunch okay.
2: of ways you could do that.
0: Right, because you've got you got number and yeah, so you've got either, like you said, either an area code or a zip code that could give Information that gives you words. so and it's, I mean thats that is a code. area code or zip code is a code. that's the the whole point with the especially with a dash with the dash four or plus four you get real specific. Well, not real. right. <laughs> more, more specific, I
1: guess not real specific. Uh, and then you can also do I don't I don't know if you'll be able to do this now yeah there used to, there used to be a geocache yeah called the Texas area code challenge. okay and Texas had at the time had 24 different area codes and you had to find a different geocache within each different area code similar to a county challenge, right uh, But this was an area code challenge. Uh, the cache has since been archived, but I don't think that you'll be able to make one of these new.
2: Probably because you not. Can't
1: cre- you can't create your own polygon system right. in the checkers. It has to be a standard polygon. We may have to look into that. At any rate, um, that's interesting. This is another this is another this is probably for a challenge talk more than it is for puzzle talk, but yeah, um, since it was about since area codes got brought up, you could I don't yeah. know if you could still do a new one like this, um, mm. but there are there are some of these that are still out there in existence. Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah. yeah. How how would you do? I, I'm not familiar with bus route names, but I guess it's the same thing, right? You take same the-
2: thing. So the I'm a bus, I was a bus rider before COVID. Uh, right. I rode the 17, which was. <laughs> an express bus you know so i could you could use the bus routes you know the the buses all have different route numbers but the route numbers have name or routes have names too
0: Mm -hmm.
2: so there again you could go with what three words or or you throw out the words of the for the bus route and use it backwards to get numbers
0: oh yeah very good I got one more I thought of for you guys. Tell me what you think of this one. Uh, and we're starting to get toward the end here. But uh, I did this as a puzzle, one of my few puzzles I've done. I need to do more. But um, have you ever seen the PGP list, PGP word list? It's, I guess it's, I think it's fairly rare as far as being,
2: I have. I've saw one like
0: But you don't see it very often, I don't think. There are words that,
2: I've I've seen one cast with that.
0: Yeah, they're words, and they have an odd and an even, and they translate to a hex. But you don't have to use it as hex. Well, you could, but you don't have to use the hex. You could use the numbers as part of your lat long. That's what I did.
1: You could use zero through nine.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so what I did is um, I split up my latitude and longitude into... Uh, uh you know two digit two digit uh, numbers, and then I took the two digit and I used it because if you like for for example north 33, so you look for 33 on here and chisel. Chisel, right. exactly. Now, I also gave a clue as to whether it was odd or even. It was kind of in the it was a description. And I added it in as a description to the in into this.
2: Gary, which one are you looking at? Because now I'm curious. Maybe it was yours I looked at. Because I've only I remember looking at one like this.
0: Could be. Let me I'll, I'll I'll grab mine, I'll 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 bring it up real quick. Um it's it's since been archived, but uh it was called Westwater. You might have it was it went a long time without being found and then uh, uh, it's um, I'm, I'm bringing it up so let me let's uh, let me switch uh, screens and I'll show you this it's called Westwater it was you know eventually found it's been archived uh, called Westwater uh, GC5. Uh, ground, Terrain, 8. Did you see 5 Ground, Terrain, 8. 5GT8Y. Okay. Um, so, so what is
1: the odd and evens with this?
0: Yeah, so uh, I think I did them all. I might have did them all even. I'm trying to remember. Um, okay, so
1: the so the actual words have a either an odd or an even letter count.
0: Yeah, so um, I called it a pretty good puzzle, and that was my clue for people. The PGP. Um, oh, <laughs> I the PGP, like it. PGP, a pretty good puzzle. You know, a pretty good puzzle. Um, it's also used for resistors too. I think um, for colors because I I mixed them together. I used colors and. Uh, for the resistors, but yeah, so chisel is capitalized, adult is capitalized, so if you look at the word list, you can find the word adult, and uh, that gives you some more, it gives you, uh, uh, you know, it's a hex, so you can look at that, so um, I like it, because it's kind of rare, people don't really look at PGP lists very often.
2: Well, it wasn't yours, so there's another one out there that I've got (laughs) solved. May. I may—I don't know if I found it or not, but yeah, I, I a, remember seeing one.
0: I did that one a long time ago. That was in twenty—well, a long time ago, 2014. So I didn't even have a—I didn't even have a uh, a check. I did have a checker for it. What checker was this? Oh, events. Remember events?
2: Yeah, that was Prime Reviewers.
0: Yeah. So that one—that—that's another thing we'll get into someday as checkers, but. Uh, um, that checker is long gone.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, Lyndon mentions about freeway freeway numbers. That's an idea. True. Yeah. Um. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Postnet barcode encrypting of zip codes seen on envelopes. So you could do something with that. That's interesting.
2: I'm I'm seeing that, yeah. yeah.
0: Just finding your ways, Tony. It's not. It wouldn't be a legal challenge today for all you challenge folk. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting thought. Uh, Ed also mentioned ISBN has two forms, uh, each with a calculated was, check. Yeah. What's that? The
1: ISBN number.
0: Yeah, the ISBN. ISBN Is- 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 ISBN. ISBN. Is-
1: you know, that's college professors sit there on day one and be like, you need to buy this book. That's right. ISBN number. Don't buy the one that doesn't match this. There are two books with the same name. Oh, you know. I'm there plugging. You go.
0: that's a, that's a cheesy plug, isn't it? To go, you should go buy the ammo can in the woods, a geocaching anthology by Gary Slinkard. It's got puzzles in it. What, it, what? puzzles? got puzzles in it I think, charles, I think
1: charles might be in here somewhere oh lord i know where you were like hey i like that picture can i put it in the book
0: yeah that's what i did I,
1: I got uh got our buddy in there Oh, that guy
2: no that's josh gates isn't it
0: the aussie the aussie geocacher good day mate it's also got other stuff in it too but
1: yeah, so that ISBN number is the one back there on the barcode at the back.
0: Yeah, so on the very back of it, it's got a ISBN ISBN number. Yeah, right focus. above the
1: barcode. If it, yeah, There it is. It's not going to focus. No. It's back there. Trust us, it's there. Just look at the back of
0: any book, it. you'll see it.
1: Yeah. If every book has one.
0: Every one of them has a ISBN or ISBN number, yep. All right. I've done enough messing with you guys.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, Tom, since you were um tardy, me and Gary are gonna peace out and uh <laughs> you get a you get a wrap of the show.
0: You get to the next 30 minutes, just kidding.
1: Okay. Well
2: that's all folks. <laughs> that's all <wrong>, folks. <laughs> I got two puzzles to go solve right now.
0: That's right. All right. I guess that's it. You guys. uh, Oh, so.
1: um, I'm going to Owens
2: first and Charles next. That's right.
1: So the next two weeks is puzzle is gadget talk. Yeah. Tuesday. They have the last Tuesday uh, or the fourth Tuesday of the month and the first Tuesday of the month. We'll be back the second week or the second Tuesday in August. August.
0: Yeah, you'll be back for the 11th and the 18th.
2: Yeah, something
0: August like that. August 11th I'll, and August 18th.
2: Yeah. So, so we have until then so, to come up with a topic.
1: <laughs> yeah, for the next show. We'll, we'll figure it out.
0: There's a thousand topics out there,
1: Tom. You there can are. Do uh, and we haven't right. even gotten to, to creating some of these puzzles and codes and ciphers that we've told people about yet we got a long way stuff
0: long way to go, but it'll I like, happen I like that y'all did that that y'all did us did ciphers and codes together kind of because they they do they pair well together, so it was I think it was good that y'all did those together it makes and it makes it clear which one was what you know which is which so
2: and really we barely even scratched the surface on them
1: yeah 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 there's so much more that that we haven't even touched on um that yeah yeah
0: well thanks everybody thank you too appreciate you guys for doing this uh it's been it has been very informational and got me some ideas for some new gotta put out some puzzles i put one out recently you'd be proud of me i put a puzzle i gotta put another one out
1: Um, i'm gonna put one out now with these what three words yeah i like that i like it so I like it. It's it's this is going to be interesting to see how this goes. <laughs>
0: so. All right. We'll say goodnight to everybody. Goodnight everybody.
1: Uh, we'll see you all later. See you in a couple see weeks. You later.